0: You are listening to the Market Share Podcast presented by Milk Street Marketing, a discussion of all things marketing, branding, and beyond. The Market Share Podcast presented by Milk Street Marketing is a weekly discussion of current marketing trends and their impact on business owners and entrepreneurs alike. For more information, visit milkstreet.marketing backslash podcast. Welcome back to the Market Share Podcast presented by Milk Street Marketing, every day on Milk Street Ever since we were born, we've been helping the little guy beat the big guy, helping underdogs be champions, <laughs> <laughs> champions of business, champions of the world of business and marketing. How's it going, guys? Great. It's going, one.: We're here at uh, Milk Street headquarters. It's been uh, an exciting few weeks here in the city of Philadelphia. For anybody who's been living in a sewer for the last month, Eagles won the Super Bowl, we had a parade here in Philly. I was first cu- one in fifty-seven years.
1: I was curious as to how uh, much of coverage it got outside of Philadelphia, like any at all, because it was the biggest deal in the world here.
0: Yo, Nikki Six was I mean, on Ellen. That way,
1: when the Patriots when, when anyone else wins the Super Bowl,
2: they broadcast the parade on ESPN,
1: mm-hmm. and that's it. But I don't nationally. But what I'm saying forever. is, I don't think I talked about the the parade or heard about the parade for like uh, a week that's definitely
0: you know? Nah, like. I mean, I, you probably hear, you saw, like, a clip of it or something. Yeah, like, if you're into sports, like, when other teams win a championship, you're saying, right?
1: No, between the Super Bowl, the game, and the parade, like, the amount of coverage that it got. Like, oh. the parade's got I me. Mean, like, the talk yeah. about the It was, parade. was 24-7 yeah, but parade.
2: that's the significance of the parade. Like, literally, there was well, a little so. old lady. She's been waiting 69 years for the parade. And it was it. I'm telling you, it was, it was everything. It was everything. It was amazing. It was a great day. Everybody was, we even got complimented by the cops, right? Yeah. Cops she was like, oh, you guys are well great. And what and how enjoyable it was. The players, it was, I have video with like, high five and the players. They were, like, right up on us. It was so fun.
0: Except for that one uh, police officer came up in the beginning. She said, like, you can't drink here. This ain't the Mummer's Parade.
2: I, was co- like, I don't know if I should really put the reasons out there. I'm not even sure she was a cop.
0: Maybe she was, like, part-time. You I mean, know, they brought in yeah. some, like, backup force. She probably had a gun, though. Yeah. I think she had a gun. They don't give them just anybody. She had a ninja. <laughs> right. Go, so were she oh, yeah. The party. But then I drank as soon as she walked away. She I was I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought it was cool because, you know, everybody else is drinking. She's like, no, nope, you got to get rid of it. So we chugged she our said, beers. And, not the mummers. And then we asked you know.
2: the cop later that told us how good we were. She's she she like, she fair. said she must be new. That's what he said. <laughs> uh,
0: so, yeah, so very exciting. You know, we're still riding the wave of uh, of Eagles excitement here in Philly.
2: I think yeah, I think I had to consciously set it down. Separate. Yeah. Myself. It's over. The parade was a good. Th- now I know why the parade. Like I know I, I was. Parades are stupid, and I get it now.
0: Closure. Like, oh yes.
2: That was it. This that was the, the capper. Yeah. That, that's off. what it is. That's what it's for. It's now like, we can, now can all go on with our lives. You can move on.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> went to a parade. Back to business. <laughs> and you loved it. Move on. <laughs> it was really fun.
2: It was super fun. I loved it. It was a great day.
0: So social media, huh? Facebook's changing. Yeah, and... Oh,
2: shit, I lost
0: it. You do? Oh, yeah. oh He was
2: all lined up, ready to go. He
0: had it. He had tabs open. I did. He had prep tabs. I had prep tabs.
2: Facebook is junk food for your brain. That's the truth. It is true. Uh,
1: yeah, hmm. I, I think... Uh, dopamine it, just popping.
2: But it's not even that. It, it also depresses you because... You're, you're constantly, even if you don't even mean to, you're comparing yourself to what other people have. You're looking at things that you feel like maybe you should have or you want. It's just, it, it puts this well, junk in your
1: brain. Before we get into that, let's get into what do you mean by Facebook's changing?
0: Uh, well, Facebook
1: uh, announced that they are
0: no longer going to be putting as much uh, branded content into people's news feeds and their timelines. So you know what does that mean for marketers? It means that... You know t- to me you know it's really a reiteration of what they've already said you know they've already said you know they've already basically set the standard that you know if you're a brand and you put a post out on Facebook that in order to get it into more news feeds it needs to be engaging or you're gonna have to boost the post you are going to have to spend money to get into people's news feeds but you if you have really great engaging content that people like share, comment on, it will then trigger it as engaging content relevant to your audience and put it into more news feeds. But apparently, I guess they're going to even pull back the reins even more and really just start to filter it out. And, um, you know, what they're saying is they basically want there to, you know, kind of in in the respect, you know, kind of what you're saying, Jim, uh, you know, Facebook being sort of this, you know, uh, all-consuming sort of, you know, platform where people are just droning in it droning out on it you know they want it to be more meaningful engaging uh, dialogues and interactions going on on the Well I think
1: they realize they have to make some serious changes because their younger audience is just going it says Facebook lost around 2.8 million US users under 25 last year and the outlook doesn't look good for 2018 that's a pretty significant number and they're saying this
2: but have you noticed any less ads in, in the feeds
1: well, I think they have to roll that out slowly. I don't think they can just drop it off. I, don't know. I
0: feel like things happen pretty quickly on Facebook. Like, Yeah, I feel like... Like, you just go on the business manager one day, and all of a sudden, stuff's different.
1: Well, to be honest with you, I maybe I did, maybe I don't. I haven't really been looking at Facebook as much. I really... To me, for Facebook, it's a chore. I have this little red badge on the, my Facebook icon that has a number in it on my phone. You know what I mean? Like, the notifications... Yeah. And it drives me nuts. So I will open it and clear my notifications and close it. Right. Well, that's their pr- that's, you know. that's
0: the psychological aspect of the notification. Exactly. They know that.
1: That's the extent of, fa- of Facebook I'm using at this point. So I don't even have, pay I attention to the notifications. I'm about, about to take it off. The best. So I get it. I don't. Where like are you going to get
0: your news?
2: Twitter. Yeah, and it's better at it too.
1: Yeah, so but like they keep talking about Twitter, like it's it's going to go somewhere because it's constantly losing money. They can't figure out how to. Uh, Which
2: is why it's great. That's why it's still monetize good. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, why it's still good. I know. So anything they figure out how to monetize it, it, it becomes.
0: It gets whored out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's it's, what happens. And this is what's happening to Facebook and its marketers
0: weird. keep going back to the well. We we are our own worst enemy because as soon as we find something like this, some new avenues to reach our audience, we all just start jamming as much as we can into it and like just going. You know, what I mean, like we can't. You know, and then it overflows the system and then it becomes ineffective because it all just becomes static. I like it all becomes white noise.
2: Twitter has geo based ads, like location based ads. If you go into a store, right. I noticed ads will start popping up on your phone for like coupons or something.
0: Well, That's I can't way. I can't help but think that this Facebook announcement, which really, again, you know, unless they're just tightening it up even more. I mean, we all know, you know, we talk about this every day with our clients. You put a Facebook post out. We know the algorithm is that they're going to sprinkle it into 1% to 2% of people's news feeds who like your page. And if it gets some engagement, if it gets some action, if it gets some interaction, uh, and then it will start putting it into more news feeds. So now are they going to reduce that number even more and just say we're not putting it in anybody's news feeds or it's going to be a half of a percent? They haven't really quali- they haven't really quantified or qualified that.
1: And I, I could be wrong on this. I thought I also un- understood it that they were just changing the way that they decide what you see or not. Like, for example, w- one of the reasons I don't really use Facebook that often anymore is because I don't care about the people's posts that I'm seeing. Like, I don't see my family members well, nobody predominantly takes... unless I take the time to actually set that up, you know, and, and follow that person or what, what is it? Yeah, and unfollow well, certain people. Uh, like, so it's, it's uh, see
0: first. There's also a thing. So, one of the ways you can combat this as a brand is you can ask people to say see your see you first in their news feeds so you can have your your timeline filtered a certain way so that certain pages that you like will always come up to the top so that you can stay up to date on what they're posting but it only allows an individual up to 30 pages to do that with so um yeah now the other thing is you know i just feel like you know this is just Facebook saying, all right, this is going to be a way to charge more money for ads and to drive more ad spend. You know, at this point, you know, they need to monetize. Like I know that they're saying they, they feel like this is like, you know, altruistic in nature, these yeah. changes, but I really just feel like they're not eliminating the ads dashboard. They're not saying, Hey, there's no more ads. They're just saying, you're not going to be able to put, basically saying to, to business pages, you can't post anything from your profile. You could post it, but no one's going to see it. No one's going to see it unless they've opted into seeing it by clicking on see first on post from you on their page.
1: Which the likelihood is so low.
0: Unless you really prompt them to do that.
1: I know, but I'm thinking, like, just personally, I don't I would know take- that I can't think of a brand that I would be like, oh, yes, I want to see your ads first or your updates before anything else. I just, <laughs> good point. I just don't think of a content provider. You might though, like what if well, it entrepreneur, Inc, Absolutely, right? Yes, that is true. A content provider for sure. But I'm thinking, you know, just yeah. businesses. I like, love these Nike Specifically like <laughs> small like whatever businesses. Whatever
0: well, maybe that's where maybe business to business is where you'd want to, you know, like I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to opt in for, um, yeah, exactly. Like to see targets posts first yeah. or some other, you know, random, you know, I mean, maybe it would be, maybe like, maybe if it's the Bruno brothers, maybe I do want to see what they're posting about because they post about specials and they post about exclusive content. Well, it's brands that you're invested in. Brands that, you know, if there's somebody that I, if I really like the brand, maybe it's the Italian market itself. You know, maybe it's a music venue. You know, maybe it's, you know, maybe if I'm, if I'm somebody who's wealthy, if I'm a wealthy individual, maybe I want to see content from my, the company that I use for financial advising, you know, maybe sure. I want to see their content. So maybe that's what you know marketers are going to, have to start doing is just getting them to you know engage on that level. But again, we know that there are, sometimes these people aren't even there on the platform anyway.
1: So, right. you know, I, mean, I think that's that reachable. And, on that platform. and how does
2: Facebook, when they said we lost two point eight million people under twenty five, how do they know how many <laughs> people under twenty five or over twenty five for that matter have Facebook accounts but just don't use them? that's probably more than people that actually said, Hey, I'm removing my account. Who, who, who would care about that? Right. Just like my Facebook, who's, who's actually using the, the account anymore? Well, that's the right. thing.
0: You know, there's a lot of inactive users as well. There's a large gap of inactive users, people, you know, and I, I know I talked to people frequently who said, Oh, I shut down my Facebook profile or I just, you know, ah, yeah. oh, you know, they just,
1: they get fed up with it. So, yeah, well this, this article or this information was, uh, research from uh, the research firm eMarketer. So I don't know that it was necessarily 2.8 million people that removed their account. It could be their research suggests that 2.8 million users are not using it anymore. Not active. Right, it could include the active. Because I agree, Like, there's that's probably most people who stop using Facebook. They just stop using their right. account. They, they don't remove everything.
0: Right, and then although with know, the
1: privacy things that come up, like the more and more th- that kind of stuff comes out, it's it, it makes you want to remove your information off there, you know, or at least it does for me.
2: I mean, I don't really have any information. I have an old ass Yahoo email address. I don't even have my active, really email address on Facebook. <laughs> what are you gonna find out? Most of my pictures are something my wife posted that I'm tagged in. I can't tell you the last time I was like, "This needs to go on Facebook." <laughs> Never.
1: Yeah, I think that might, maybe that's, uh, you know, what you were talking about before, that is kind of junk food for your brain. It's awful,
2: because it, it, it makes, it's constantly getting you to compare yourselves to other people, just like,
1: f- it's, it. it, it it's, it, and it's also a constant little shot of yeah. dopamine, right? Isn't that what the, uh, yeah. the second in command at Facebook who well, left, that's what his big thing that, was? I think hey, Sean Parker something.
0: talked about it too in an interview. Like
1: if people right. like what you post, you post something and
2: people like it, it's like, oh
0: right it's like validation right stupid
2: yeah
1: but there's also that that you there's some sort of divisive post, one way or the other about any kind of topic you want to talk about and then you start reading the comments and getting charged up and now you're on that team and and now you're you have an enemy you know like it creates that as well i think
0: well that's i mean that that goes back to the beginning of time i mean people have been wanting to line up you know, since the dawn of man. I mean, that, and we, that's, that's a, we've talked about this too. Why is there McDonald's across the street from Burger King? Why is Pat's across the street from Geno's? Why is there a Coca-Cola to a Pepsi? Because people like to line up and take sides. You know, yes, it becomes but, part of your identity. Like, oh, I like Pepsi. And so like, but I think st-
1: this is the first time in history that this many people have had the uh, access to post their stance on every little tiny thing oh, yeah. all the time. And I think it's just over magnified. And I think it's toxic, just like the junk food that you're just seeing in the scroll and the dopamine shots that are just stupid little likes. All of that stuff is just seems toxic enough that people are just going to naturally step away. They're just rejecting it. You know, they, they feel it even if they don't consciously realize it. I think people are starting to kind of wake up to that. Because it is so new, I mean, what is it? Two thousand eight, that Facebook really started going crazy. Even then, it wasn't what it is now, obviously. So, you know, there's there's an adjustment period, and hopefully, people are getting better for with it.
2: Well, I mean, it's just who
1: cares? Like,
2: I don't care to look at. It. I just don't care.
0: The selfies are what just cracked me up. It's like, how, you know. <laughs> Just some of the selfies I see, it's like, what went through your mind at that moment? You were like, damn, I look good, and the world needs to see this. (laughs) Like, you actually did this. Like, someone, you took a picture of yourself and you posted it on the internet. For what reason? Why did you do it? You thought you looked good. You thought you looked good, and you wanted people, like you said, they wanted people to like it. Like, oh, you're handsome or you're pretty. Like, it's so insane. It's insane. And we've given a platform to every insane lunatic on the planet to voice their opinion about it one way I or the mean, other.
2: Like, we've talked about it with like, this whole influencer marketing. It's, it's just, it's, it's a, oh, they have this, so I need this. So much of it is made to make, or like, it, it's just made to make you feel like inadequate if you don't have this. Like, but yeah, everybody has
0: it. But this. you're talking, but that's the Jones effect. I mean, that's a... That's a a fundamental sales tactic that has been used.
1: But But that
0: doesn't change the fact that people compare themselves to other people. This is just a digital platform to do it. And everything's exacerbated by the aggregate content and users that it's so much of it, but that doesn't change the the fun like the basic psychological principle that people compare themselves to others. They want things they want that other people have.
2: It does though. It, it, It sends it into overdrive.
0: I agree with it's that. Like I just, agree with that. Like Absolutely. You drove
2: something, you drove past something in the car and you saw something. It's like, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this all the time, 24 hours a day, no matter what. And it's there. And it's I don't crazy.
1: know, like if that is what creates the addiction or what it is, but people can't stop if they're not on their, If they are not doing something actively, like then they're going to be on their phone. You know what I mean? If they're waiting in line or I, I see it when I take my son to karate and I see all 25 parents no, down man. on their phone, Scroll, yeah, heads looking down. down, while their whole class is doing stuff. Like, And it's everywhere. It's insane.
0: Did you ever see the picture? Uh, it's kind of like a meme.
2: But what else are you going to, I mean, here's the thing because you've trained your mind to need that constant stimulation, sit there and don't look at your phone that's what
1: that. I do I do on purpose because that bothers me that specifically I'm talking about karate but I mean standing in line at the grocery store yeah I will be on my that's phone that's what I'm talking about though try not to do absolutely absolutely I know but, this, but the, why should you have to torture yourself you're like
2: not torturing the, yourself though you're it's, it's you're just gonna taking sit there away that stimulation yeah it's taking so away so then what are you gonna, gonna end up
0: like staring like at the magazine rack right because that's right there at eye level right or the candy or the the whatever they got the Slim Jims yeah depressing. you know what I mean I always end up buying a Slim Jim that's it just be that. Be present for the slim Jims
1: at the cash <laughs> register. I still out for women, like, I don't love my phone. Right. <laughs> well, that is another uh, another point of that is that how much of of interaction between real people actually really does go away because of that. Because you are busy with your phone looking down in line instead of maybe just commenting to the person next to you about anything, which you know doesn't really happen anymore personally i'm not the type of person that would do that anyway but that no, definitely I, yeah, that went away and and think about the millions and millions of instances that went away because of that i mean all over that's yeah. got to change the overall Teens society so the irony is that the social media like made everybody antisocial
2: and 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 with kids in particular all all of what we're talking about because they can't control their emotions the way an adult has their brains just aren't developed yet sends that shit through the roof.
0: Well, look, it's, I mean-
2: It's all hyped up, all hyperdrive. It's insane, you're right, it's insane. Cause imagine like when you, and this is, I thought about this a long time ago, like when um, my friend's little brothers and sisters were on, would get home from school, get on the computer and get on AOL Instant Messenger. And the conversation from school, whatever it was, the argument the this to that, now continued into night. Now, continues the next day even in the morning before you go to school and that's the way social media is like it's constant like ugh. yeah
1: when we were kids you wouldn't call the person they were just, like, like, yeah, yeah. just like yeah it's like I'm home just no, I, we all right, you know what alright it's over
2: it'll be the night no-. no now it's constantly you can it's the the, the nonsense can keep going it's oh man and, and ridiculous it's crazy
0: Do you ever it's see fun. the uh, Do you ever see the meme uh, where it said you know they say social media and mobile phones are you know, making people antisocial. And then it was a picture of people on the train in like 1930 and every dude sitting there with their face buried in a newspaper.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, so that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, mean, that's
0: what what I, that's what I appreciate about mobile technology is the fact that when I'm like waiting in line, like I can get work done. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to waste one moment of my time. Yeah. You know, it's like, how do you want to spend your time when you're in line at the food store?
2: How about this? The flip side of that is, when you're on your computer and trying to get work done, how much time do you waste sticking around on Twitter, Facebook, looking at social media, checking this, checking that? Well, you
0: got to be disciplined. I mean, obviously, ADD is a problem in this world, in this country. I mean, I suffer from it greatly, you know?
2: That's why. I mean, that's why. Nobody's, I mean.
0: But you have to discipline yourself. You have to be able to shut it down. Like, I do that. Like, I'll shut, like, instead of having Facebook, like, you guys know, I have regularly... Twenty to thirty tabs open on my internet browser, in two different windows, spread across two different windows at any given time. But like, I like—I won't have Facebook open. I'll have Business Manager open, but I won't have the regular news feed open because I don't want to get sucked into the vortex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, know.
2: I think it's a huge time.
0: waste. It's so because, you know, there's always going to be a notification. In some cases, obviously, I communicate with a lot of people throughout the day. Facebook becomes a communication method. So that makes it harder to stay away when somebody's messaging you on Facebook and you try to push them offline. Like, can you just email me or, hey, text me? You know, but they just, you know what I mean? But then sometimes I'm guilty of it, too. It's like, all right, this guy didn't answer my text. He didn't answer my, (laughs) you know, email message. I'm going to hit him up on Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. You know, I mean. There is people are trying to make connections for whatever reason. That's all I'm saying. It makes it harder to like not get sucked in the vortex because now you're like, oh, I look at that notification. And it's like you were tagged in this post. Oh, what post? And then it's this thing. And then you're next thing you know, you're reading the comments. And 10 minutes later, then you're back to the news feed and you're scrolling through, you know, and you've wasted time. So you have to be, you have to be disciplined. You have to just be disciplined. That's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, I think I am going to delete Facebook from my phone it's the though. It's best. It best move. Yeah. One last
0: thing well, this doesn't bode well for uh, marketers or people who, uh, <laughs> know. you know, <laughs> say that they specialize in social media, pay-per-click advertising. It's a good thing that we don't at Milk Street, that we, um, we don't specialize in any one thing. We're just sound fundamentally at a marketing level, so we can roll with the punches. We don't have to rely on social media. And we
1: would never We're- recommend uh, a client strictly do that for marketing. Well, no, you,
2: you talked about it earlier. We need to figure out the best way to get to the people that our clients. to get. That's to.
0: what we really want to focus not, on. Not, is and, and it's not craft me. your story, articulate your higher purpose, and figure out how to get that message, how to get that story in front of your audience to make an impact. You know, and
2: maybe like you said, there are certain. You said a lot of mothers in particular are still on Facebook, like women over thirties or something.
0: Don't look. There's there's so, millions I of, I mean. There are millions of people on billions. Worldwide, there were 2.13 billion monthly active users on Facebook. That was for Q4 30, 2017.
2: See, that's where my question's coming. What is a month monthly active user? What does that mean? I mean, well, somebody
0: who interacts and logs in and, and probably... Post
2: or you were just logged in on your phone or your computer?
0: I would say it's probably yeah. logged in. You know what I mean? Like
2: So that could still be the people that are logged in and no one's using it. I mean, but two point billion. even if it was a billion, that's still
0: Here you go. Day. There's 1.15 billion mobile daily active users. Yeah, it's
2: when you log in, you're active. So if so I'm, you're I'm always logged in.
1: Am I always active?
2: Not really. Well, how you always log in, it's always open on your
1: uh, laptop. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's parameters oh, yeah. around these numbers yeah. to be like, uh, you know, it means that you've logged in and... And like open in a browser action. you yeah. know what I mean you opened it somehow, did right. some sort of action with it yeah. even if it's just to open it to clear the stupid red badge numbers
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many active how red that? badge clearers are there
0: <laughs> I mean in a lot of ways that's where I get my news I mean that's where you know it's become a news source and listen that's, face- that's dangerous here's though. the other yeah, thing
2: like second, third, fourth party
1: because there's so much muck in there. It's so clouded with bullshit, all you know, good stuff and bad stuff. And so it's just more, I feel like it's for me it's more work to go through Facebook and figure out what's real and what's not. I mean, it's just crazy. And then when you see here's another thing too with Facebook, when you see a family member or loved one or something post stuff and you're like, oh man. <laughs> like, when your husband is sucking please. off a
2: long neck beer bottle,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me. Yeah, like that. Like, it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. So that that's another like reason to s- steer clear of Facebook for me. Yeah,
2: and not to mention the anonymous, passive aggressive meme posters.
0: Right.
2: And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh. you're mostly in your family. My family, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. advertising, stop.
0: as we always say, advertising is going to be about where people's eyeballs are. So as I long agree. as there's people on Facebook, then there's going to be a platform to advertise on those people. They're not going to go backwards as much as they say that, you know, they're not saying we're shutting down the ads platform. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. So. Just don't market to under anymore. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're coming off. Like they want to make, and I get it. You know, they want to, they want to preserve the integrity of the platform. You know, they want to keep it engaging. Um, they don't want to you know suffer through all the things we we're just talking about like losing users because of this. You know, if they lose if they're losing users because of this, they're going to lose no one's going to spend money on them to ad with, with to advertise to these people if there's nobody on it. People keep leaving because they're sick of what's on Facebook, the type of behavior on Facebook. Then they're not going to have any leverage to sell ads. So the more engaging of a platform that they can make it keep people involved and logging into Facebook and interacting with people, the higher value their ad placements will be.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they're just with this change in the algorithm they're just exchanging quantity for quality.
0: Yeah, but like I said, they I feel like they've already said that. <laughs> you know, like, so again, you know, and unless you can get somebody to, you know, tag your page as, you know, see, you know, filter their news feed to see your posts first, then Uh, I I guess you're just not going to get in at all. Whereas we used to feel, again, to reiterate what we're talking about before, we used to feel if you had a piece of engaging content from what we understood about Facebook's algorithms, uh, from what's stated by them, you know, engaging content that had interaction would uh, trigger Facebook algorithms to be relevant content to your audience and then put it into more people's news feeds. So uh, thereby expanding the reach. So, you know, I always felt like, you know, people got mad about that, but I always felt like it made us better marketers. It made us, you know, be more um, mindful of the content that we have and that we're putting out there. So not that we're always the most on point or relevant. I mean, not everything well, we do is about marketing. I mean, we, you know, we went on this Eagles, you know, blitz, no <laughs> pun intended, frenzy for the last, you know, a couple of weeks.
2: I mean, Old Town did.
0: Yeah, I know, but and we talked about how to leverage that from a marketing strategy perspective, so it's okay to go off the rails a little bit, but, you know.
1: Well, maybe Facebook did realize that that initial move did make people better marketers, and so they're just doubling down and they're saying okay it worked let's do it some more no what they're saying
0: is no now now even though you are a good marketer you have engaging content you still got to pay to get it in before you if you had engaging content you could get it into more people's news feeds now they're even pulling that away is what it sounds like
1: yeah i, I, I doubt i'd be surprised if. which again
0: they... is just making us place more ads at the end of the day yeah and here's the thing i haven't talked to a ton of people a ton of other marketers who were like oh yeah we're crushing it with facebook ads You don't hear that story very often. Yeah, if you're a big brand, if you're a big national brand, and you already have a lot of you know clout, then of course you're gonna you know your sponsored posts and you know you are gonna do really well and achieve your marketing objectives. But if you're a small business with 500 likes on your Facebook page, that you know you're gonna have a lot more difficult time generating leads. And that's the you know the thing that we've been you know talking to our clients about is that you know it's just one part of the puzzle. You know, and you can't. You know, say, oh, well, we're doing Facebook ads. I mean, Facebook is going to be again that super highway for you know just everybody. It's like what the I say, advertising on Facebook is like the reason why there's still billboards on the side of the road,
2: yeah, yeah, it's, just broad, shots.
0: it's broad shots, exactly. So, if you're introduced, those cough still, right? If you're you know, <laughs> whatever
2: brand new, I still want them. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're a brand that's, you know, in its infancy, you got to create brand awareness, and your product or your service, you know, appeals to a large, uh, you know, diverse audience. You know, you're in the B two C realm. You know, then, you know, you're going to have, you know, Facebook is probably going to work a little bit better for you than cool. somebody who's trying to generate leads in a very specific niche business despite the targeting that they allow for because i don't even trust their targeting we've talked about this before
2: they keep everything murky on purpose well i mean until you want to pay a lot of money and then all of a sudden you have a rep that will call you and tell you how to navigate the waters like i feel like that's true with facebook
0: well i mean we've seen that with the other social media platforms yeah linkedin facebook i mean facebook unless you're spending you know fifty thousand dollars a year on advertising they don't really want to talk to you you're not going to get any customer support. Well, we you just got to figure it out on your own, which is fine. We yeah. can do that. We've done it. We do it for our customers all every day.
2: It was like, oh, if you throw that $50 into behind a post, it's like you think you're going to get something out of it. And now Facebook just got your $50. You got yeah. a little bit of people to see it, but,
0: you know. Right. But is that And is that necessarily – maybe that's worth it, you know, to say, hey – I have this, you know, here's my message. Here's my brand message. This is what I want my audience to know about me, my product, my service, what I'm thinking about is what we're thinking, where our heads are at as an organization, as a company right now. This is this is us. We're projecting ourselves out there. We have some kind of message. We're trying to connect with somebody. You know, if if I know that X number of people saw it, and made an impression on their brand I mean again going back to marketing fundamentals 7 to 12 times you have to touch a prospect before they make a buying decision I mean that's a, you know, an idiom of sales and marketing so those brand impressions just getting it out there into the newsfeed, mm-hmm. goes a long way so now when they see and we've said this about multi-channel marketing integrated multi-channel marketing is not about you know, how many lead, you know it is about how many leads are we getting in a certain channel but it's also it's you know, reinforcing you know, each channel reinforcing each other so yeah, they saw it on Facebook, and yeah, they heard an ad on the radio, and then they saw an ad on another social media platform, you know, and then they, you know, they ended up getting remarketed to, you know, on another website because they ended up visiting a, clicking through to a blog post or hitting a landing page, you know, heaven forbid they download something now that now, now we got your email address now you're really in trouble, especially in B 2 B because now if you got a business domain I'm going to go to your website and I'm going to start calling you. Because so that's what, I'm what
2: happens. A $50 post on Facebook now. Like All the because- spending thousands of dollars, and that's much different. That's, I'm just that's how you get a,
1: a return. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I mean, I don't know. I'm down on Facebook. I'm not feeling it.
0: Well, I think you know, as for marketers, we just have to look at you know where our audience is at. It's you know, What's the best way? And, and if you know the best, you know, Facebook still has relevance because of the the, sh- the pure volume. And, you know, the targeting, as, you know, sketchy as it may seem to be at some point, you know, theoretically, you know, offers, you know, a tremendous amount of opportunity um, to target your audience. So, um, with that said, I think uh, the last thing we wanted to talk about was a little tech update. Any interesting technology uh, that you've seen out in the marketplace? Anything? uh, See, uh, Apple is now marketing the HomePod. Did you see that? Yeah. It's like their version of uh, Alexa, I yeah. would imagine. Where I haven't really looked it? at it. I've just seen the commercials a couple of times. Typical Apple ad. It's HomePod. Of course, HomePod.
2: I couldn't
1: find How that device or contact
0: name. $400. Roughly,
2: yeah. I'm oh, good. <laughs> 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 between d- it's between 350 and 470 depending on where you buy it. And who knows? They might have different features on different
0: ones. Yeah. I would imagine they have like a light version and a full.
2: It says there's a... Oh, but it does, it says it has, and I believe it, premium sound quality. and uh,
0: Surprise, built-in speaker, style, I think is
2: what right, I, look so at it. Knows at it. And, it, it knows where you are in the room, and that's weird. It knows where you are in the room, projects the sound that about? way.
0: <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> but people give into it, they don't care, they're like, they're okay with it. They'll give up their freedom and their privacy well, for mean, convenience, apparently.
2: It's the same thing as
0: Alexa. and novelty.
2: I'm st- Novel. I'm still rolling with Alexa for some reason. I'm not I'm not doing the HomePod.
0: I mean, I already got Alexa. I mean, I don't you know I don't see why I would make you a switch right? at this point. But I mean, you know, as an Apple user with an iPhone and a MacBook, if there was some sort of syncing that could be done there, which you I'm could sure put there the is. Sounds
2: from your computer through that could do
0: that. I'm sure there's all That's kinds of sure integrations. That. So. Bitcoin is rebounding on the cryptocurrency uh, news front. It's been uh, it's been a scary uh, you know couple of weeks with Bitcoin. I mean, it really, after the uh, we had the plunge and before the holidays, and then we had a, a rebound and we got back up, and then steady decline since uh, say like mid January. Uh, there was a big uh, there was a big spike right around the sixteenth through the seventeenth. Uh, That went down, big spike down. Actually, not spike up, Uh, big big plunge, and then you know, up and down, the typical volatile up and down movement over the last uh, couple weeks. But uh, as of um, guess about uh, around February 6th, uh, according to my GDAX chart here, right around the 6th or 7th, we started a rebound, and it's been kind of a steady climb since then. So back up over uh, 9,000 at the moment we're at $9,289 the price of one bitcoin bitcoin cash at 1332.80 up 7.8% since yesterday 24 hour trading ethereum at 902 up 6.54% litecoin at 209 up roughly 32% so litecoin had some big uh, big news big announcement yesterday about litepay getting their payment platform going so that's probably uh, Sparking a lot of this action on Litecoin, on Litecoin with LightPay. Do I sound like one of the crypto guys on
1: YouTube?
0: <laughs> yeah, Do I sound like Crypto Bobby, like Coin Mastery, and all these guys, Tavon. What are you guys laugh <laughs> at?
2: <laughs> you got YouTube stars Just shouting out YouTube <laughs> stars. <laughs> like
0: are you guys scared about Bitcoin? They're like, "Oh my God, the bubble burst." What are we gonna do? Bitcoin's gonna crash.
2: Well, did you hear about the, the washing thing?
0: Washy washy or la- money laundering?
2: <laughs> no, it's it's not money laundering. It's 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 a tactic that uh you can that people can use to inflate the value of something. And somebody and they read that when they had that big blow up, there was a lot of washing going on. It's like almost like betting against yourself to increase the value of it. Like you're doing it with a purpose to increase it. It's called washing. You can do it on Wall Street. You can't do it on Wall Street because it's more—it's not anonymous. So it's a way to to like inflate the value of
0: something. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have to Google that. Figure out what that's all about. (laughs) All right. Well, that was uh, that was a very exciting cryptocurrency update. Any other tech? Any other tech news? We're using any cool marketing technologies, I'm getting stuff emailed to me every day, all different kinds of crazy stuff, online video platforms. you just make videos in 90 seconds. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Here we go. Uh, a wash trade is where a person buys and sells to their own order.
0: Does that make sense? I think so. Thank you for listening to the Market Share Podcast presented by Milk Street Marketing. To learn more about us, please visit our website at milkstreet.marketing and follow us on social media on Facebook at Milk Street Marketing and Twitter and Instagram at MilkStreet215.